So I had earlier told you about a new topic I was going to deal with it. Was it this morning? I've not also sent you a message. More of a reminder that I have really not dealt with the subject matter of familiar spirit. So I'll try to see if I can use today or maybe tomorrow. to complete the last two weeks team. Now we'll move on to a new topic. Unfortunately, if it was in Tabana, who drew my attention? I would have just ignored the vital, the other vital information about the previous team. Most of the things that I teach you are things I get through inspiration. And in most cases, I operate with timelines. Because we made the whole of last week. That was why, even when a new topic dropped, my focus wasn't on the previous one. So I would need your feedbacks. The purpose of a new session is education. So if I start a topic and I've not been able to deal with it well, and I move on to the next topic, I don't think it is good. So please help me. Abna by then was on a field trip but she took the opportunity to listen to the audios. And I quite remember when I called Ima today, for her to focus on the familiar spirit. Hey, Papa, it is true, it is true, but he never brought it up. So Abna, God bless you. for reminding me. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to come to your presence. We commit today's session into your hands. Grant us the grace of access. And grant your people the spirit of understanding. Manifest yourself, O oh God, through your word. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. I hope I can be heard. Let's manage my voice like that. Let's manage. So, any question from all what we have done? Any question? Any question? Any question? The last time we agreed that when I ask a question that you get it from, you're going to pay a certain X amount of money. Are we on the same page with that? Why are you silent? Why are you silent? And he said, if you have a question, ask. And if you don't have a question, if I ask my question and you get it wrong, you are going to pay a certain X amount of money to me. Because we're going to network in the Are we all on the same page? How would you have to say six? As a Musro, as a Monjemohon, the visa. Every question I'm going to ask is within the scope of what we have done. And in fact, I'm even going to use Alberta's nose to ask the questions. Are we on the same page? So, those of you. At your various offices. Oh, Apostle, I was busy, so I didn't hear you. Echo and Echo. She can read me out here. Okay, I'm not going to. The truth is, I don't even have any question. I'm just going to continue from. Where is my phone? I don't know what was our best question. Uh, so. Alberto, what, what, what was the, the title for today's session? Um, the last meeting we had, we, we draw on the... Madam, 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 madam. What was the theme? That... No, let's see. Hey, Alberto. Maybe some question. Eh? The last one we have okay. is about the people that want us to give this entity uh, access. So, so, so we are going to focus on the solutions, how to discern these familiar spirits, and how to overcome their operations. Okay. And I'll better say so should dwell a little more on the oh the exchange philanthropist. When we say when somebody weaponize a gift. Okay, somebody weaponized a gift and gives the gift to you to cause an exchange without your knowledge. So I went to town, I saw a very nice top. 
and I'll bet I bought it for you. When I came home, I have seen a certain glory in Alberta. So I coded the dress and I brought it to you. The moment you accept it wholeheartedly and the moment you wear it, that exchange has taken place. So some people can even decode sicknesses into gifts. I am saying that if anybody gives you gifts, you shouldn't take it. Maybe latter part of today, I'll teach about a certain dimension of gifts. I will teach about another dimension of the giftings. So basically, that is what it means. When somebody comes to touch your money and realize that the consistency of the person dashing your money doesn't add up. I dealt with a case recently. I don't know whether this case I even involved Sophie Sami. One of our dear sisters was trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Strangely, every month, a husband will receive a gift from the office from one colleague, a female colleague. And will bring it to the house. And times that she the lady even feels that she has taken seed. The moment they keep on using this gift, she will dream of believing that it will manifest physically. So I got interested in the case and per further interrogation, I realized that the other lady, the boyfriend works with this um, oil, this uh, cooking oil uh, fritter. I don't know which company is in charge of fritter. So at the end of the month, the girl brings the colleague brings fright to the husband that oh my husband every year every month they give him something so this is yours for the family and what a cool 
and it kept on repeating itself for six months. It was then that the lady began to suspect. Initially, one told her husband, what a husband told so now I'm what the what can somebody do against with an oil? But later we realized that the woman was using the oil to exchange the energies of the of the so that was today my network might go a bit off my lights are off so i'm trying to use my normal data and that was it so what i did also was to program something and i gave it to the lady to also go and give it to the other woman and that was the end of their problem the lady even resigned from the office when she realized that now the husband and the wife knew what has been done. So the exchange philanthropy is, is there. It works. To you, you might think that somebody is giving your children food, right? It's not food. It's an exchange of something. Mm. Recently, one of our dear brothers, he nearly died. Common food. Exchange. I bet I hope you're okay with the explanation. Yes, please. I am, I am not saying that I don't accept gifts to. Being personal, when you even bring poison to me, I'll eat. Your poison, you would have just wasted your money. It will not have an effect upon me. Because I know the codings I have done within my compound. That doesn't matter. That is why I keep on encouraging gosh people to always try and build an atmosphere. Right now, if you have an ice cream, and you take that ice cream into a, 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 a room whose temperature is very warm, what will happen to the ice cream? It will begin to melt automatically, right? Good. But if you take the ice cream to a cold room, it will empower the ice cream. So makes your place, make your homes, make your offices, place that would not be comfortable for certain things to thrive and these are one of the things one of the ways you can counter the operations of the familiar spirits the familiar spirits they operate within an atmosphere they study the patterns in a in an organization they study the patterns in the family and they build an atmosphere if I may ask, in your home, 
what atmosphere have you created in your home? In that bedroom of yours, what atmosphere have you created? In that kitchen, what atmosphere have you, have you created? Yesterday, I was telling you people that God told me that one of the things in this dispensation, Satan is always fighting against his consistency. And atmospheres are created when a child of God begins to do something consistently for a very long time. How come at times you enter your bedroom and you, want, you feel like sleeping? Because a certain atmosphere has been created. How come when you enter your kitchen, you feel like you are hungry, you have to eat something? It is because a certain atmosphere has been created. So that's one thing one has to do. So you can be living in an area and there's a familiar spirit that rules over the territory. The atmosphere you create will determine whether the spirit can will be able to thrive in that atmosphere. Was it Sunday? Paul sent me, was it? Yes, Paul was listening to something, some preacher B. By then he was in Mauritania. And it was a confession of some witches. And to the confessions of the witches, they said they fear. Let me pick my phone. And uh, check. Good. It says three which have been taught not to dare. Three people which have been taught not to not to dare attack. People who pray at night. People who pray intermittently the whole day. People who pray for long. Then I respond with an audio. I am not against the revelation of the man of God. But as a student of spirituality, if you pray at night, it's not a guarantee that enemies, witches will fear you in the sense that there are spirits that operate in the day and the spirits that operate in the night. If you ask me as a student of intercession, what time should a believer pray at an odd hour? I'll just give you two hours, just three to five. Three to five. The 12 to one, two, three, those prayers are prayers of offense. We don't pray prayer of inquisition at that time. We don't pray prayer of pleadings at that time. 12 to 3, 12 noon to, to 2 is prayer of offense. From 3 going, that is when you present your pleadings. So doctors will tell you that the time that it is very nice or you enjoy sleep, it's from that time because it is a season, it's a time of enforcement, it's a time of execution. So the doctors will tell you that the more uh, somebody's testimony. 
Mm, these are some of the things that makes me happy. People are having testimony. Mm, good. So try and 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 build an atmosphere. I ask yourself, you, you, the personality, what atmosphere have you created around you? That is why you can easily become a victim of the operations of a familiar spirit. Now, let me focus on the solutions. Now, we know that these familiar spirits, they thrive within an atmosphere. They study the patterns within a territory and they build strongholds. They build strongholds to suppress the people. How will Alberta know that? Who should I use? Chris is operating with a familiar spirit. How will Angie know? that this colleague of her that operates with a certain dimension of worship is operating with a familiar spirit. So let's focus on that. Then we'll end up with solutions on how to overcome them, right? Good. Before you can answer that question, you should be able to distinguish the familiar spirit with the Holy Spirit. One dimension of the familiar spirit, so they, they are angelic beings, they operate like the guardian angels, one, two. They also operate like the spirit. So just as God gave us the Holy Spirit as a gift, the Satan, also gave his people the familiar spirit. So the Holy Spirit leads us to the truth. Whereas the spirit from Satan, which is anti-destiny, always leads God's people astray. The Holy Spirit carries a certain dimension of peace and joy from God. And the familiar spirit operates with a certain kind of fear and anxiety. So the Holy Spirit encourages God's people to live a holy life. And the familiar spirit is vice versa, a life that is anti-holiness. So for Chris to know that Alberta is operating with a familiar spirit, Observe the behavior of Alberta. Observe. Observe Alberta's character. Does her lifestyle depicts Christ? And if you want to know the life of a believer that depicts Christ, 
any believer that is not of self. Because God is a giver. God doesn't think about himself. He always thinks about the interests of the others. So if you're a child of God and you're always about myself, 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 then it means there is an error. There is something wrong with the spirit in you. I will talk about how the spirit possess people. Two, Chris, the ways or the conversations of Alberta. Three, the dreams of Alberta. So the dream pattern of Alberta, uh, at least by the grace of God, I'm into dreams. <laughs> As for dreams, yeah, I, I, I know I am very good in that area. The dreams of... So mother, if your child comes to you and you begin to realize that the dream pattern of your child is not consistent, you begin to realize that there are certain utterances of your child that is anti the utterances within your home, you begin to realize certain behaviors in your child, then you should start paying attention to your child. For adventure, your child can be a victim. So right now, how does this spirit enter people? There are some people, the spirit of the familiar spirit has possessed them. There are others, the familiar spirit just comes and use them and they go. So God will next week uh, when we start the fasting, we'll be focusing on the controlling system, the systems of control, of the systems of of path of influence and controls the access points of these spirits. That is basically what we'll be using for our one week fast. And I will encourage God's people because we'll be dealing with some serious things. So there are people, the spirit will just come and enter them for a while and go. And Chris, with those people, it's always based on certain needs of life certain needs of life. So if you have a friend who is very, very jealous and you keep such a friend as your best friend, when the person sees that you are progressing and the person becomes jealous of your progression, what happens is the person then automatically opens herself up for a spirit to enter the person and use the person against you. Everybody can be a victim of a familiar spirit. So the other day, Jesus Christ was on a mission. The next in command to his reign, Peter. When Jesus Christ told Peter what he was going to do, he says, I have to pass through Jerusalem. I have to, no, 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 because I have to go and die. He said, no, no, no. Why do you want to go and die? What will happen to us? Why can you talk like that? It doesn't mean that Peter didn't love Jesus Christ. So at times, because people might not understand you, 
your assignment on earth. So out of love, love, they might it, it, it opens them up to be used by the enemy. So you realize that when Peter spoke, Jesus Christ rebuked the spirit in Peter. He rebuked the devil. In Peter, and it also takes us to one of the ways these people enforces ways. I'm sure Peter heard something. That is why he spoke. We will not allow you to go. Don't forget the major assignment of a familiar spirit, an anti-destiny spirit. So you, Alberta, you are supposed to marry work with something. A familiar spirit, the operations of a familiar spirit, they can bring somebody by name John. And the person will have everything times 5,000 of Kokusamsi. And you might even go to go to church. Your mother will even go to church and thank God that at, at, at long last, their daughter has gotten a very rich man to marry. But the man that you have married is a man that is anti-destiny, anti-destiny. Recently, when I was, I was just thinking about this, one thing, one thing God told me, that you know that the operations of this family spirit, it can cause somebody to be rich. I was talking to some pastor friends and I was telling the person that, hey, this spirit can cause you to be rich. It can cause you to get some job B. It can cause you to live a very good life to the extent that you will even forget the God, your God. Then the pastor friend to apostle, I have this familiar spirit to the remember me. A spirit that can cause me to be rich in here. Oh mommy, I, I, I just want to be rich. So now. Let's focus. I'll get to get to Galatians chapter 5, verse 20. As a child of God, you. What is your solution to this familiar spirit? But we live in a family. We live in a territory. How can I pull out from this spirit? Identify the pattern in your home, in your family. Identify the challenges in your life. It is a spirit that is anti you. So sit down and identify your challenges. Sit down and identify the patterns in your family. This way, you don't need a spiritual eye to do. The next thing you do, if I would want to come out from the operations of a familiar spirit that is anti my destiny, that is having a certain field day over my destiny, a familiar spirit that is contending with my next level, a familiar spirit that is contending with the peace of my home. Sit down and identify the problems. Two, 
recognize that's the key thing recognize and admit the need for a change and in, in, that is one area most believers we are not good at so we are always trying to blame others for our shortcomings now you've been able to identify the problem but are you prepared to admit that this is a problem and that I have to change something about the problem? So most of us believers, we keep on shifting the goalposts. And at times with Satan, because it will praise with deception, also helps us to shift the goalpost. You should be able to accept that you need help. The past one week has been very terrible for me. Has some severe headache i just couldn't do anything the first week i felt like okay let me try and manage let me try and manage but last weekend i was there and i realized that the pattern this thing is this thing is going if i don't take care i'll just wake up one day i'm gone i'll see myself somewhere where i'm not on this edge And there was one lady that had a solution. I thought, I will not go and see her, I will not go and see her. But when I recognized that I needed help, I just sent her a message at odd hour, around 1 a.m. Hello, dog, I'm coming to your end today. Oh, Apostle, come, come, come. And less than two hours, she was able to solve a problem I've been struggling with for God knows how many weeks. So this one, when I woke up, I, I called him, oh, Yuma, today, dear, I feel very okay. Identify the problems in your family. Identify the problems in your life. Admit that indeed these are the problems. And accept that you have to change these problems. If you don't get to the, 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 the realm of realization, you will never come out of anything. I am somebody that believes in spirituality, but I also believe that spirits have control, but spirits don't have absolute control. When a child of God is determined to do a good thing, the Holy Spirit can easily aid the child of God. So last month, what were the challenges in your family, in your life? This month, what have you done about it? Apart from you praying, 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 sit down. Ask yourself certain things. So this issue, what can I do? 
not what others can do. What can I do about it? Think about your life. Ask yourself certain questions. Why, Chris, you are behaving this way? How come as for any time you get a job, something happens and you lose that job? Could it be that there is something about your life? Could it be that you have an issue with communication? Could it be that you can just tolerate certain people? Then you begin to change your mindset and take responsibility that my life cannot be like this. My life cannot just be like this. Things have to change. Don't forget, they study a pattern. They build strongholds over the patterns and they enforce these strongholds against us. So some of you think that that's why you can never get money. Right? And some of you have gotten to a stage where you have accepted your, 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 your conditions. That's when there, there is no way I can get a job in Ghana. So I have to travel outside Ghana if I can get a job. As for me, I cannot buy a land. I cannot buy a car. I cannot own houses. It's a mentality thing. So the other day, when the lepers decided that no, we are we are tired of our condition. Let's take our uh, our destinies into our own hands and let's just take make an effort. And that was a turnaround for a whole nation. And I tell you, if you're under the sound of my voice. And some way, somehow, these familiar spirits are enforcing certain pattern. Fine, your father died through this pattern. Your mother died this, through this, that pattern. It is good, now you know. What are you doing about it, apart from your prayer? What have you done about it? What you have realized is that time, eh, it doesn't really change things. It is only a decision that changes things. So this man has been lame for 38 years. The Bible makes us understand that this man will be there and an angel called virtue will come and stay the waters and anyone that steps in is is healed for 38 years time couldn't change the man's condition to one day when jesus christ asked him what he wants a decision it was a decision that he made in a day that turned his life around some of you under the sound of my voice, there's a decision that you have to make. Time only tells 
what you feed it. Make a decision and your life will never be the same. Now, let's move to the other aspect of the solutions. Now, we've dealt with how if you have become a victim, you can handle this familiar spirit. How will you know that your pastor or anyone that is connected to God is a victim? Galatians chapter 5, verse 20. I'll better get to me this scripture. First uh, Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. And John chapter 8, verse 44. One key thing to know it's operating for the solutions is what I'm giving them. or the person has become a victim of this familiar spirit. Alberta, call Getty and tell her to check up on The brothers. I'm seeing an accident around a book. No, it's not a book. Places where they, they sell a wood, wood, a wood zone, an enclave where they sell wood. I'm seeing an accident on a, a road. And I can see one of his brothers. If you just check up on them and send me a message on WhatsApp immediately. If you send me a message on my Tigo line, please, somebody should reach out to her for me. So I read the Galatians chapter 5, verse 20. Uh, it spoke about the works of the flesh, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions. I realized that the Galatians chapter 5, verse 20 has something in common with first Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. Alberta, prompt me if the message is delivered. Good. Even if you really want to know whether 
you have the, the familiar spirit in you or not. There's only one criteria, the lifestyle you are living. If you live a life of sin, it's an indication that a familiar spirit is in you. So the first summer chapter 15 verse 20, it says, for rebellion is, a, is the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is an iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord who has also rejected you from being king. What is iniquity? At least we, we all know that witchcraft iniquity is when man uses his own will against the will of God. And when a pattern or a system is established. Okay, so you see, we are all Christians, right? Anytime a child of God sins, there is something in you that tells you that what you did is wrong. There is something in you that convicts you of your what you did. Do I have witnesses here? Hello? Do I have witnesses here? Oh, one of the things I said, in the crowd. When you are a child of God, no, it, I'm, 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 I'm not referring to things based on the level of morality. You see, there are certain things that when you do morally, you realize that, oh, where do you want any you? Talking about the conviction that when you commit a certain act, the spirit of the spirit of God in you will be pushed. Like you feel that ah, like the back and emotions are at times when you tell people that oh, I did this thing and I feel so sorry. Oh God! And when you tell your friend ah, you power, what is this? So when a sin, when a sin is able to be sustained that is what breeds the iniquity so iniquity is when man uses his will against the will of god and as long as it is sustained to If you know you are living in sin and you are operating in that sin, it means that there is a seed of this spirit called familiar in you. So if you know any man of God or any child of God that is operating powerfully or but otibonipi mwa a familiar spirit for the age man in finyame hey this man of god he's very powerful or shangomo is needless 
So the people of this world, they call it weakness. It is not weakness. When the weakness is, once a while you make a mistake, boom, oh, this one there, it is a genuine weakness. But when, oh, this person was with this person, this person with another person, when it becomes consistent. So how can you discern? Well, how can I even know that anti-gifty, who has loved God from day one of her life, how can she know that this church is attending, this person that is visiting her home, this daughter, this sister or brother that the children are introducing to her, how will she, a mother, know that this person is operating with a different spirit. So the very day you accepted Jesus Christ, there's one spirit God gave to every child of God. The gift of discernment. It is the most important of all the giftings of God. If there is a word like that, Show me a man that has had encounters with God, and I'll tell you that that man is operating from that realm of discernment. When it comes to the operationalization of this gift of discernment, it has nothing to do with when you use your own orientations. So the other day, the people saw Jesus Christ cast out demons. It says, ah, this man is what? Operating with what? The prince of demons. Why? Because people have executed the same thing. They have done deliverance. They have cast out spirits. using. A familiar spirit. Don't go to God and pray for power. You don't need power. If you are not able to send the spirit that somebody is You should be able to design the spirit. That came to your room. Oh, Apostle, what are you saying? Okay, let me take you this. Let me ask this question. If you go to the office, and somebody enters your office with a certain perfume, though you might not, you are not there. When you enter the office and you spill that perfume, won't you know that somebody has come there? It's the same way. So what may ask, what is the spirit of discernment? It's the divine ability of God given to every child of God. The very day you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, 
The day the Lord God sealed your salvation, it was that day that seed of discernment was infused into you. It is a divine ability to distinguish error from the truth. A divine ability to distinguish reality from counterfeit. A divine ability to distinguish between anything that is divine and things that are demonic. The gift or the spirit of discernment looks beyond the face value. So right now you go to some a place and the person will use water to do invocation. But because it is alien to your orientation, the first thing that will come to your mind is that that person is operating with a demonic spirit. And unfortunately, we have judged a lot of people based on these perceptions. And when I was developing my discerning grace, there were certain men of God that I really adored. But when the Lord gave me access, one of these men is, is in South Africa. I even wanted to be like him. I have never wanted to be like any man of God than him. Ralph. And Alf Lukau. You can go in. Wonderful man. Miracles. Everything. Money. The very first day I heard, I, I, I heard him. Ah, I want to be like this man. But later, when certain stories about him started coming out and I, I began to do proper inquisition, I realized that what I saw, I wanted to be like him based on the face value. So most of us at times we see a ministry, oh, the way these things are going, I want to be like, it is good. But the spirit of discernment looks beyond the face value. It distinguishes truth from falsehood. It distinguishes. Uh, so it distinguishes anything that has to do with spirituality from carnality. How does the spirit of discernment operate? One, true dreams. Recently, one of our choristers went to was invited to some church. A church outside Accra. I think the church was in Koforia. And it wasn't even a, a, a church church, more like a funeral Thanksgiving. 
then they asked her to, you know, usually with Thanksgiving, we sing. So they gave her the mic to sing, and the pastor loved her voice. And the pastor requested certain songs, and she sang for them. Three days later, she had a dream. And in the dream, she had gone back to the same church. But this time, she left the church without her shoes. She searched, uh, then she, 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 they were able to locate one for her from the pastor's wife's office. And she woke up. As, as a stands now, I've not even been able to tell her that that church is not a proper church because it is a huge church in Kofodia. So when she sang on that altar, a certain dimension of her glory, this spirit is anti-destiny, was taken from her. The second way one can know is the inner witness. Is the inner knowing. There are some of you, there are some colleagues you don't dislike them. Abby, there are certain relatives you don't just like them. These are people that maybe personally might not have even done anything against you but there is an inner knowing was it two years ago one of my daughters a daughter really loved was dating some guy Meaning, I knew that the guy would not help. Hey. One of the people that is very, very difficult to advise is when a young girl is in love. Especially with a guy that meets her criteria of a man. I never prayed about it, but there was something in me that felt like the guy was interesting. A lot of things happened. Even to the extent that this daughter crying separated herself from me. And God being so good, I was vindicated when certain truth with evidence was made available to the lady. At times you might not know. But you know that this person you are talking to, this person, there's something odd about the person. In such a situation, what can you do? 
Just imagine you are deeply in love with somebody and realize that you're the mother-in-law or mother-in-law. There is something about you that doesn't add up to such a woman. Are you going to leave the, the, your, your husband because of the mother-in-law? Are you going to create confusion between the mother, your mother-in-law and the son? What will you do? What will you do? Just waste of that is it. The one secret of overcoming the oppressions and the power of a familiar spirit is when you are able to descend their oppressions and then identify ways to counter it. The spirit called familiar is a very powerful spirit, but it is the most weakest of all spirits. Because they thrive on the ignorance of the victim. The day the victim comes to that realm of realization, that is it. The Jumana Any question? I hope I have covered everything. Abna. Apostle, what about those of us that visit our family homes a lot? There is no problem in visiting your family homes. As a student of intercession, base me, I'm an apostolic. Ghana Apostolic, that was where I had most of my orientations. We were told that, oh, Uko Kuma, and I be for no So some of you here, you don't even know your hometowns. I quite remember the very first day I went to my father's hometown was when he was dead. <laughs> uh, Phoebe, do you know your hometown? Have you been to your hometown before? So out of fear, our parents had to hide us from going to our hometowns. It has its own advantages and disadvantages. But me personally, if you're a child of God, you live a life of purity and consistency in prayer. The key word is not all night prayers, not praying intermittently, throughout the day, not praying 
for a very long hours. Just try as much as possible to live a life of holiness and have a consistent prayer life. If you're able to do these two things, you can go to your hometown and dine with even the chief priestess and dine with even the ghost. Nothing will happen to you. Because the spirit of the cement is working. So you can never be in danger. The spirit of the cement. Um, there's somebody reach the getty lady for me. I don't know, I called her. She said you were calling. So please, I'll send to the message. Okay. I will check. I'm sure it is the internet. Uh, okay. So any question? Have a very consistent prayer life. That is the easiest way. If I tell that, oh, we are going to spend one week, we will surely, during the fast, we are going to focus on breaking the hold of this, uh, this familiar spirit. But let me tell you the truth. I will never hide, lie to you people. The prayers will work. But the prayers are a temporary measure. But it's just like uh, having a problem. And instead of you solving the problem, you're always using something to cover the problem. So the prayers will work. But if you don't develop your, 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 your designing grace, if you don't let go of anything that is against the will of God, if you don't let go the will, everything that has to do with you, it is always your will your will your will you can easily become a victim any question 118 thank god i've been able to stand for an hour that's good any question abna yeah Um, Sophos, Yuma, Karo. So the key thing is don't be too bothered. Now, don't, don't be too excited when somebody comes to you and tells you everything about your past. I believe in the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom. But you see, as people of God, at times, we over-elaborate things. Last two weeks, a pastor friend of mine invited me to an online program. It's a church he usually preaches.
And he was telling me a lot of things about the man of God. Hey, the man of God, hey, huh. And the things that he told me, the man of God told me, I was, I got so excited. So the next question I asked, I asked him was, oh, Mike, what did he say about tomorrow? And the next day, apostle, when they want cash you, your kind say, I'm They have every information about the past. They have information about the present. They have a glimpse of the information about the future, a scene about the future. They are very close to us. They study the patterns. The only way you can overcome them is through the grace, your ability to descend. Let the light of God lead you and you will never be a victim of their operations. I am done now. There is no question. If there are no more questions, Tokens. When it comes to familiar spirit, I will not encourage tokens in the sense that these are spirit that dwells in tokens, in objects. They easily take the shape they easily take the shape of any object. If you want a, a token to use to, the token should be yourself. You should be the token. But with the familiar deal with the familiar space, I will not encourage you to go for tokens because they operate as an angel of light. Is it possible that a person may not be walking in sin, but fully operating with a familiar spirit? Yes. God willing, next week when we start our fast, trusting God to recover fully. As for the fast today, I will surely be part. Mm. One, what I will be focusing within the five days are the mediums, the point of entries of this familiar spirit. So dear lady, you've gone ahead of me. It is yes. It is yes. It is yes. This familiar spirit do operates as what? Gatekeepers and watches. They monitor. So you might not be living a sinful life. That there could be something about you that gave these entities access. And when they enter, 
their focus is to create an atmosphere, build an atmosphere, sustain an atmosphere, steady the patterns in that atmosphere, and enslave people based on, the, on their weaknesses. So every child of God should know his or her weakness. For you know, the man of God don't listen to the promptings of the spirit. He went out and he bought certain things and brought it to the house. And nothing was done to consecrate those items. A doorway. So Ruth, it is possible. But you see, as long as, as for familiar spirits, getting access to people's life, it is normal. That the key thing is not allowing them to thrive. If you allow them to build an atmosphere there, we will. Any follow-up question? So maybe if there is none, I think now you have an idea of what a familiar spirit is. Basically, what we'll be dealing with within the fact it's a deeper teachings of the familiar spirit, which we'll handle it in one week. And we'll all be praying. And I'm sure the flyers for the first is ready. Alberta, I think I sent it to you today. Those of you that have access to my status, systems and patterns of influence and control. Systems and patterns of influence and control. So when these familiar spirits they enter, what they want is what control. So what are some of the systems? What are some of the patterns these spirits use to enforce their dominion? To enforce, and we are going to deal with a lot of things. We 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 really would enjoy ourselves in the presence of God. So God willing, tomorrow. Tomorrow is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I think I can use the three days to deal with the act of negotiation, the act of bargaining, the act of pleadings. Every child of God. The other day I told you that there is, we are in a, a market settings. Every entity is selling a product. God is selling a product. Satan is selling a product. And our free will is a currency to that product. So if you subscribe to the product of God, how can you enjoy the benefits of that privilege? Most of us, we have sins. But the truth is, uh, 
really these things are really not too good what can you do because the bible encourages us that when you become his own these are your rights these are your privileges so how come i have become a child of god i am not enjoying these things so within the next three days i'll be focusing on the act of bargaining the act of bargaining certain powerful characters in the bible that had audacity to tell God, God, if you don't do this, then kill me. Hey, at times when I read the Bible, I say, hey, what level were they operating? They were like gods. That God, if you, if you say you won't do this, then kill me. They had a certain bargaining power. That technically God was not prepared to move, but because of them, God moved. If I may ask, Auntie Comfort, what is your bargaining power as a child of God? Evelyn, what is your bargaining power? That prayer you have prayed for so many years, and it seems that God is silent. Have you activated your bargaining power? Let's meet. God willing, tomorrow, we'll focus on certain characters in the Bible. How they were able to activate their bargaining power. And how God of all people was forced to There was something the people of old did. It worked for them. Recently, I was talking to Sophie Sammy about certain cases. Sophie Sammy said, Papa, how come I know God, God answers prayers, but looks like when the issues come in, we pray, God always hears us. Why? Why is it so? I think I know. the secret is activating god's bargaining power obia obi christo nibia obi it is your nuclear weapon it is your key to your victory after you have done everything and nothing seems to work what bargaining power did it Hezekiah had. Eradikai. Me to me, Musa say. What bargaining power did Abraham have? What bargaining power did the people of wood have? Now God himself was begging people, hey, don't be angry. 
The word of Jesus, I was just thinking about it. That now somebody is upset and God is rather begging the person. God, these things are in your Bible. In your Bible, God, Papa God. Ah, now you're crying out. But God of all people, God of all people. So the act of beginning, let's meet these three days, trusting God by then, I should have recovered fully. I just want you people to have an advantage. That is it. An advantage. Christosono ed, but times you say, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, when things are not moving. So let's learn some of these technicalities. The adventure, it will work for you, it will work for your children. Can even help your partner. So, God be with us. Tonight we meet and we focus on the manifestations of these vows of the wicked. For so many weeks, we've been dealing with the vows of the wicked. We've dealt with their categorization. We focus on how they get access to us to inflict these vows. Last week, the team dealt with how they enforce these vows. So this week, the focus is now. I have activated a vow. I have decided to destroy the work of hand of grace. I have activated the physical action and the spiritual action. How would this, my activation, manifest in the life of Joyce? So this week, I will encourage everybody to come and pray because for all this while, the vows of the wicked, what we've been dealing with are the technicalities of the vows. We are now focusing on ourselves. We are now focusing on ourselves. How we can take advantage of these vows. So yesterday, Sophie Patrick dealt with the love life related manifestations of these vows. When you become a victim of these vows of the wicked, how does it manifest in your life? So today we'll be focusing on our economic life. 
on our career, our careers. We'll be focusing on our work, the works of our hands. If somebody activates a vow against you in your office, how does it manifest itself? We'll be focusing on our personal businesses. Then right after we lift up our hands and cry out to go to deliver us. So basically, that is what we'll be dealing with throughout the week. So let's meet. 7.30 for the intercessory prayers. Then we continue broadcasting. Take very good care of yourself. Bye. Bye.